Welcome to Laker Home Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. So look, wherever or however you're tuning into this podcast, you should take a moment out and check out Stitcher. Stitcher is a free podcast app home to over 260,000 podcasts, and they also offer a premium service for $4.99 a month. And if you use promo code CROSSOVER, you can get the first month free. So check them out. Now, with that being said, let's talk about our Lakers. We just won a game versus the Denver Nuggets. Um, that game was needed, y'all. We needed that game. And we didn't – we obviously didn't need it for seeding purposes or um, anything like that. Honestly, I think we just needed it to boost our confidence, to get that winning feeling again. And that's why I wanted the Lakers to go ahead and pull this one out because I'm like, yo, listen, they've lost three games in a row. I don't know if their confidence might be down a little bit. I'm sure they're all competitors and don't like to lose. So they need this one. They needed this one to, you know, shake that shake that losing, that losing streak off. So I was happy that they got the win. And if you didn't watch it, the win came off a of Kyle Kuzma game winner. Kyle Kuzma buzzer-beating game winner. Well, maybe not buzzer beater, but, you know, a game winner, basically. Um, let's talk about that. So, that was needed for Kuz, too, for his confidence, right? People were getting upset because the Lakers were um, celebrating Kyle Kuzma's game winner, right? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with genuinely being happy for a teammate to accomplish something? That's his first buzzer beater in his career. So, why y'all mad? Why don't y'all worry about y'all stale-ass teams? Leave the Lakers alone. My, we buying our business over here. They, they mind their business. But you can't be mad at that. This is his first one of his career and hopefully first of many. Um, and he's a young player. I'm sure that boosted his confidence. And that was needed for him too because prior to the bubble, he wasn't, you know, playing as well. And he got in the bubble and we got a, a new Kyle Kuzma. You know, he's playing, he's playing very well. He's trying on defense. And I already said these things before. If you haven't, Already head over to Sportscaster, and you can check my weekly recap live streams over there. Um, I just did the first one on Sunday. So every Sunday at 6 p.m., tune in to Sportscaster, and I'll do a live weekly recap. So I did mention this last on last week's. Um, yeah, his confidence is up. He's shooting well. He's playing defense. He's doing what he has to do, and he hit a game winner. We're happy for him. Ain't nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with a team genuinely being happy for their teammate accomplishing something in their career. And it's just the start of something for him. So everybody that's, you know, oh, my God, the Lakers are just they're, – they're sitting here and they're just celebrating. They're like, you guys just beat the third stringers for the Denver Nuggets. Okay, we, I hear you. I hear you. And we're going to get to that. We absolutely we going to get to that. But my thing is, like I said, let them do them, man. They ain't hurt nobody, man. Let them genuinely be happy for their teammate because that – that brings chemistry. Ain't nobody hating. Ain't nobody mad that they didn't get the shot. They're happy for Kuz. As well as Laker Nation, we were happy for Kuz. You know, a lot of people was like, dang, you know what? Let me take that back for what I said for Kuz. And some people still, you know, think he has more improvements to make, as he do. You know, every day he can get better. And every day I'm sure he will. Um, so, anyways, once again, I gave him a shout-out last week. I'm going to give him a shout-out again today. Kuz, shout-out to you. Keep working hard. Keep getting better. Keep doing what you got to do. And um, we're going to keep rocking. Now, one thing I do want to talk about, too, is 
Bron and AD. Bron and AD last night, they was on together. It wasn't uh, Bron, Bron having a good game, AD not, AD having a good game, Bron not. They seem to both have good games, and then you add Kuz in the mix of that. And then you had, you know, Dion, you know, making what he made when we were, like, kind of, when we were struggling a little bit, he came in off the bench, gave us quick five points. And then Danny Green um, was hitting his threes. He was getting cooked on defense by Jamal Murray. But it's good to see him making his his three-point shots because I said that before. I was like, man, we need him to make his shots. I'm not as concerned like I was, really, really concerned about Danny Green at first. But then as I sat and I was thinking about it more and more, and I was like, yo, this dude, is a, he is a champion. He knows he needs to turn it on when he needs to turn it on. Um, and I'm happy. I'm I'm hoping that he still has that, you know, that, that switch to say, okay, it's playoff time. These wide open shots, I'm going to knock them down. I got to knock them down, right? So to have everybody clicking offensively was really good. They made 14 of 29 from three. That's really good. We all know that they're being like the worst three-point shooting team in the bubble and in in general. Um, their shooting in general is atrocious. Um, and then we're just not a good three-point shooting team before the bubble. We just weren't hitting our shots. Um, so it was good to to actually see us hitting shots. Our offense looking smooth, and Bron and AD both having you know solid games. Bron, you know, hitting threes again and get into the lane as he, he usually does. So it was it felt good to, to see that again. And um I'm hoping we can keep keep that going. I'm hoping that that was like a little a light that we needed for us to continue to shoot better and have our offense run more smoothly. Now on to the defense. Now the defense wasn't as good. So once again Denver did, you know, they took out their all their starters and they pretty much put their, like, third stringers in, the bench players. And we were having problems with them. They were just lighting us up, man. They, some of their players went six for six. Their players were going three for four, three for five. Like, they really had a great shooting night. They was letting it rain. You know, they was letting it rain. That's because the Lakers allowed them to, right? Bobo did his thing. You know, he did his thing. And I would, I would not knock what he did. He definitely has a lot of potential um, at his size. He has he he moves the ball he moves with the ball very well he can shoot, you know he's he's long um so I would never take away what he did I would never take away what none of their players did because they played a hell of a game they did their thing, but at the same time too the Lakers really didn't give no effort on the defensive side at all like I didn't see it at all they had plays where they were just watching people shoot the three and it's like bro this team is hot right now this team is hot right now to the point where. If you leave them open, they're going to knock it down. It's not no, you know, this person, we're going to cheat off of them, and if they shoot the three, then that's what we want. No, everybody on that floor was hot. P.J. Dozier, you know, all of them. They all was hot. Monte Morris, they all was hot. So it's like to see them be hot like that and for our Lakers just to stand there and like, oh, let's see if you can do it. When they just showed you time and time again that they can, it didn't make sense to me. I just didn't get it. You know, I didn't understand that. So that's one thing that we have to continue to do. And I said it before. I said it I said it when I was on Lakers Central Podcast. If you haven't checked that one out, I was on there with um, the host of Lakers Central Podcast, Alex, and also Jay Spencer, the host of Code of Conduct. Shout out to them. 
go check out their shows. Um, and we were talking about, you know, the Lakers defense. I said it before. If there's a real concern of mine, it's just them playing defense for 48 minutes straight, not for 40, not for 44, you know, not for 46, 48 minutes, you know, playing defense. And that's hard, you know what I'm saying? That's probably easier said than done. You get tired, right? You get tired. And But if I had a concern, that would be it. Because, like I said before, we already know that when the Lakers lock you down, they lock you down. You're not scoring on them. They can lock a team down. At one point in the season, I believe we were top three in defense. And if I'm wrong, correct me, we had to be between top three and top five in defense, right? So everybody knows that the Lakers can play defense. It's not like we we can't, like we're not capable of it. Yes, Avery Bradley was one of our best defenders, right? But, but the thing is, the whole the team as a whole can lock you up. They can lock you up. We've seen it. We've seen it with the Pacers game. We've seen it every game they play. When they actually show effort, game over for the next team. They're there. They'll lock you up. They're getting steals. They're going the other way. You don't want to turn the ball over against them because they're going the other way. And it's probably a lob, a dunk, or something, a layup, right? We already know that. But the thing is, they just don't do it consistently. And when they don't play defense, they don't. It just looks bad. It just looks terrible. Because, okay, you can't hang, you're not hanging your head on a defense and then you're not shooting the ball well. You having a terrible game. You're having a terrible game. So that's why I said that if I have a real concern, it will mostly be playing consistent defense. It won't be the Lakers. It won't be, oh, the Lakers need to learn how or anything like that. No, it's playing consistent defense. Y'all hear me? Consistent defense. So that's my only concern for them. Defense will lead to the offense. The offense will continue to roll as long as we're locking the teams up and getting easy shots. Once you see the ball go through the hoop a few times, you start to feel yourself, you're good, right? So if I had, like I said, if I had to really hone in on what the issue is, it would definitely be that. Um, everything else I think they're solid with. I think we're good. That and then, of course, like I said, I already already mentioned these things on my live stream, but I reiterated um, and Frank rotations. Just need him to make sure he get that on lock. So that's all I got, you know, for my true concerns. Now, Laker Room is sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for player props. Head over to www.thrivefantasy.com or download Thrive from the Apple or Google Play Store and use promo code CROSSOVER to receive an instant $20 bonus on your first $20 deposit or more. So head over and check out Thrive. Now, our next game is against the Kings. I don't expect for our starters to play. I think Frank probably going to sit them out. He probably going to sit them out and let them, you know, chill out for that for that last game. This is the last game of the season and um I don't see I don't foresee LeBron playing. Kuz probably won't play. It would probably really be like THC and and Kaycock and and Ansik Tacumpo and all of our young players Caruso. I believe Caruso had a little injury too. Um, so I doubt he'll play. And everybody that pretty pretty much has maybe small nagging injuries probably most likely won't play. And they'll just be the third stringers. I don't know. I'm def I'm a tune in still. I'm still a fan, so I still like whenever they on T V, whoever's playing, whoever's in the jersey, I I wanna watch it. Although I know it probably won't be, you know, I won't take it I won't take it into 
any type of consideration. I probably won't even do a lot a, a podcast on that. Um, but I am going to be, I'm going to do another live stream on Sunday. Um, so make sure again, make sure y'all tune in for that one. And, um, yeah, that Kings game is probably, let's finish the season off. That's it. The Kings won't be in the playoffs at all. They are already kicked out along with the Pelicans. Man, don't y'all remember when people were saying, oh, it'll be funny if, if the Lakers don't even make the playoffs and the Pelicans do. <laughs> it'll be funny if it's the Lakers and the, and the Pelicans in the, in, in the playoffs 1-8. People, people really thought that the Lakers, that the Pelicans was going to be way better than the Lakers. Stop it. I had already said it before multiple times that the Pelicans are not ready. They're not ready. They're too young. They don't know how to close out games. They're not ready. Um, maybe next year. Next year, I can definitely see them trying to make some noise and possibly getting in that between six to eight seed, depending on who they pick up. But yeah, I just knew they they, they wasn't ready. I knew they wasn't gonna make it. The Kings wasn't gonna make it. The Wizard wasn't gonna make it. Um, I didn't think Phoenix was gonna make it, but Phoenix is looking good, y'all. Phoenix is looking good. They're looking good. But um, yeah. So like I said, that's that's our last game of the Kings. Uh, I don't know if y'all been checking out, you know, ESPN and all these other damn shows. First take, first taken. Um, y'all know media shit, and they all overreacting. I heard Shannon Sharp say he he's concerned because we had a hard time beating the the Denver Nuggets um, third stringers. But I really think at that at that moment it was just a lack of effort. It really was. It was a lack of effort. Y'all, I sat there and said if these people, if these men get one stop. Two stops, game's over. Once they start playing defense, game over. The reason why they had such a hard time is because they just did not care. They was like, whatever. Well, maybe it wasn't they didn't care. They just was like, whatever. And they wasn't playing defense. But the minute Anthony Davis uh, got that block, went the other way, psh, two points. Like, that's what I'm telling y'all. Like, if we play defense 48 minutes, we're good. I don't have a real concern. Um, but, yeah, the media is <laughs> – it's crazy how – Multiple people probably said the same exact shit I'm saying right now. Um, the Clippers could lose to Brooklyn. You know, the Bucks could lose to another sorry-ass team. You know, the top teams can lose to the worst teams. And it's okay, right? It's okay, y'all. The media says it's okay. They don't really care. It don't really matter. They locked in. It's good to go. They wasn't really trying. All these fucking excuses and narratives, Right? The minute the Los Angeles Lakers lose, oh, the world is coming to an end, y'all. This team concerns me. I don't even see how they're first seed. There's fool's gold first seed. Y'all know who said that. I ain't even going to get this. I ain't going to say his name. You know, they're fool's gold and all this stuff. Like, the narratives is crazy, y'all. The narratives is something else. It's something else. But the Clippers and, and Milwaukee – and Toronto, they can lose to any sorry-ass team in the league. They can go right now and lose to the Washington Wizards. And the media be like, ah, no big deal. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about it. But let the Lakers go lose to the Washington Wizards. Or let the Lakers go lose to the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, this is not a good team. This team is not good. They, I don't even know why their first seat. Shit, I don't, I don't know what they're doing here. It's the end of the world. The world's coming to an end. Everything is a, it's a huge deal. It's a big deal. Everybody's so concerned about the Los Angeles Lakers. They can't play defense. They can't play offense. They can't do anything. The narrative, man. <laughs> the narrative, man. We we can't 
Now they can't win from losing, y'all. They can't win from losing. Everything they do is is highly criticized, you know. And I just saw the level of respect that this franchise has, and the level of hate too. <laughs> the level of hate is real, y'all. It really is. I I just find that crazy. I I just find it funny how they can give everybody else a pass. Everybody gets a pass, but if it's something the Lakers did, then it is a huge deal, you know. The the main topic of the next show of whatever show it is, like first take or whatever, is, oh, my God, are the Lakers in trouble? But the Clippers can go do the same damn thing. And, you know, the title is, oh, is this is it too easy for the Clippers? <laughs> is it too easy for the Clippers? Is it too hard? And the other one be, is, is, is it too hard for the Lakers? Like, come on, man. That's wild to me. That is wild to me, man. But... I think that's going to do it for this episode, y'all. I didn't have much for y'all. I just wanted to hop on here and uh, recap that game winner because we needed that. We needed that win. And um, if you don't know, now you know. Laker Rim is part of the Crossover Network. Go ahead and follow Crossover at Crossover365 on Twitter and Instagram. You won't be disappointed. And while you at it, go follow me on IG at Laker underscore Rum Pod. Follow me on Twitter at RAE underscore G33. And share this with a friend. I'm out. Have a great night.